It's not Halloween. Why have we been all spooky? Bandwagon jumping. Everyone else is doing it. But it's supposed to be just one evening. I know. But, well, it morphed into a whole mini-season of gowlies and ghosties and things that go bump in the night. I thought that that was just truckers trying to dock after too many megagins. Well, that too. But there are spooky goings-on in the galaxy for the next week, so we thought we'd join in. What, what are we doing next week, then? Oh, more of the same, but with pumpkins on our heads. However, before we start with the headlines, we've got five seasonal Frontier goodies to give away. For which we at Hutton are very grateful. In view of the spooky season, we're giving away five Halloween paint job packs. So we'll get the ball rolling now. To make it reasonably fair, we'll ask a question and all you have to do to win is be the first person to type the correct answer in the Twitch chat. No spamming or we'll ignore you. We'll ask more questions as we go through the show until we've given it all away. So, everyone ready? Eyes down. Here we go. Question one. Mentioned in a show not too long ago, what is the date of Alvin's birthday? That's mentioned in a show not too long ago, what is the date of Alvin's birthday? As usual, email, I took part at Horton Orbital to claim your prize. And without further ado, let's get on with the show. Who are you going to call? Commander Volcarius in Capital Idea. Too Hot Too Messy Week 11 Update. P.W.A.F. Panic as Manic Dolichrocranic <laughs> Maniac Steel Sal. Panky Panky as Dollar Depot is back under Hutton control. Go ahead, that one. For a change, no Avoc in Avic. And in another change, our correspondents have a week off. Back before the days of space travel, when humanity, other than a handful who enjoyed a view from orbit, was stuck on the planet Earth, cultures throughout the world told tall tales to explain the things that went bump in the night, whether that was the tree branch knocking on the window, or mysterious silhouettes standing just out of plain sight on a dark and misty night. Horror stories were told around the campfire, and imaginary creatures with big teeth and huge scary eyes were envisioned. With the acceleration of science and spacefaring over the centuries, you'd think that modern humanity had moved past such things. But little out-of-the-way orbitals seem to breed even more fright jumps, cold shivers down the spine, and strange goings-on than ever before. Walking the corridors of Hutton, or floating if you've turned your mag boots off, of an evening with the lights flickering and you can hear the distant hum of the station's air systems, you might hear a gurgle or a scratch, 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 or the pitter-patter of clawed feet. You'd be tempted to run for your quarters and slam the door, before wondering whether that warm breath on the back of your neck was the aircon, 
or something standing behind you in the dark. To help combat the rash of unexplained noises, the Hutton Orbital Paranormal Investigation Team, or HOPIT, are on the case. Walking the station armed with the latest in PKE meters, designs having been dug out for a 20th century movie, handheld scanners and a variety of weapons and traps, they have one mission to keep truckers safe from the ghastly things that crawl along the corridors late at night. So far, they have arrested Cecil four times and taken him back to his bunk. Oh, and rescue a handful of people cowering in terror at noises from the plumbing. Floor mopping guy was backwashing cubicle three in an effort to unblock it again. We'd like to remind commanders that despite Eddie Lee Wise and Sons and his daughters stocking a fetching array of blood spatter pattern clothing and pumpkin shaped remlocks, Deliberately scaring the bejeepers out of the radio crew whilst they're en route to the studio isn't big and definitely isn't clever. Well, unless you manage to get video footage and send it in to Truckers Do The Silliest Things to claim your 100 credits. Commander Volcarius has been at the acronyms again and it turns out that when it comes to the celebrations box, bounties are his favourite. Message reads as follows. Imperial Navy Intervention and Rescue presents Intra A new service for bounty hunters which tracks faction activity and discovers the most lucrative locations for bounty hunting missions. Intra considers star systems in pairs, the shop and the arena. Its goal is to give commanders a shop filled with mission-bearing factions where all missions involve a single target-rich arena. The results are filtered and ranked based on the number of factions. The presence of resource extraction sites and compromised nav beacons, the supercruise distances and many other preferences each commander can set. Installing Intra plugin for EDMC will help with reporting arena locations and will also send bounty claim statistics. These provide commanders with a wide view of minimum, average and maximum claims sorted by target, ship and rank. Finally, unlike any other bounty hunting resource, Iniv was able to find a full snapshot of the intra-search data is compiled hourly and downloadable for all. Iniv welcomes reliable res data and we're happy to merge any existing effort to catalogue reses, though we are prepared to build it independently and committed to making it openly available. Commander Vilcarius. After running it through the trans the frontal auton and the simplication machine, we understand that Vulcarius has created something that A. logs bounty hunting zones and B. shares them with other people with a side order of C. telling you you're in a lucrative location. Lovely. Too Hot Too Messy has now been going for 11 very long weeks. The Hutton-led initiative to deliver Hutton mugs and Centauri Megagen to every single station in the galaxy. 
Commanders have continued to drop off mugs and gin all over the place, and this week we not only passed 30,000 deliveries, but we also saw the number of new stations added since the start go past 20,000. Delivery numbers are more or less steady this week at just over a thousand, but that follows several weeks of decline from where we were delivering three times that. So get stocked up, get involved and get the momentum going. Remember every mug counts and you may just win a real mug by taking part. Six new commanders and one new squadron joined the effort this week, taking the total to 215 pilots spread across 73 squadrons. And of course, more are always welcome. Naturally, Hunt and Commanders are collectively blazing away at the head of the squadron leaderboard, passing 12,000 deliveries in the week. The Winged Hussars are in second, approaching 1,500 muggings, and the Paladins are holding third with 1,280. The quartet of Commanders that form the Undead are still in fourth with over 800 mugs delivered, but had he not ditched his one-man squadron, Infinite Dreamer would be fourth approaching 1,000 mugs. In addition to delivering quantities of snot into his handkerchief this week, Commander Chicks is still out in front with over 2,600 mugs and gin delivered. Some say that he brought prismatic shields for all his ships this week. However, he's still being chased down by Nemb, who is approaching 2,000 deliveries. Commander Waller81 is closing the gap on Nemb and lies in third with 1,600 muggings. Commander Mouse8287 is fourth and completes the tally of those who have delivered more than a thousand mugs. How do we know all this? Because it is tracked by the marvel it is the Hutton Helper, and updated live on the Too Hot Too Messy event page at hot.forthemug.com slash hot underscore mess underscore two. At this rate, we'll have delivered a canister of Hutton mugs and Centauri Megagen to every station in the galaxy by New Year's Day. Precisely which new year, we aren't going to speculate as we find more and more stations each week. But if everyone leaves it to everyone else, it's clearly going to take much longer to accomplish. Apart from the glory alone, there is the additional incentive in a real-world, gravity-assisted, mods-preventing hut and mug that you can fill with tea, gin, or whatever you like, as you happily take hut and mugs to where no hut and mug has gone before. Any commander that delivers 10 mugs in a week and 10 gin will be entered into that week's draw to win a real one. Unless you already have one, of course. In which case, you've been immunised against mods already. Nine commanders have accomplished this so far, and you can see a little golden mug next to their names in the top commanders table. And keep listening for this week's winner to be announced in the banter bit after the news. How do I join in the fun, I hear you ask? Well, first, you need to sign up by downloading the Hutton Helper from hot.forthemug.com forward slash download, where your mug engine deliveries will be automatically registered for you by Antarius Fusion's magical mathematical hamsters. The Pilots Federation have issued an APB. Yes, that's an all points bulletin for either A, the rescue of their community management team, B, the apprehension of whoever it was that snuck up behind them during their live broadcast, or C, someone who's good at solving puzzles. As a mysterious strange, masked stranger even, appears to have approached Sal and that bloke she broadcast with and unplugged them from their decks. Security camera footage shows a fully suited figure sauntering up to them, politely tapping one of them on the shoulder and then shouting, BOO! Yeah, okay, we made that bit up. Anyway, at which point, 
They held up a 20th century test card to the security camera and made off with the broadcast team. Have you seen a pilot carrying two rather lumpy rolled up carpets through a settlement near you? If so, get in touch with the Pilots Federation as soon as you can, as it's only two weeks until the next broadcast and the alternative is that the show is taken over by the server management team. And, you know, we love Dav and everything, but he's got important things to manage, like galaxies. The Hankytron peeped into life again this week with an incoming message from Colonia, which took a couple of weeks to reach us. Apparently, thanks to the action on the parts of one of the Hanky clones and Commander Mindwipe, things at Hutton's Holiday Rest Home out in Colonia are going rather well, and Dollar Depot is back under our control. It's a little commercial outpost, but it's one we quite like over in Tier. There's a problem, though. It has been struck by a terrible blight. All the tomato plants have withered, the chilies are drooping, and the spider plant looks like... Uh, well, a, a spider plant that's been looked af- not been looked after properly. Which I guess is most of them in the galaxy. Congratulations to the hot coal team on getting it back. And we're sending over a shipment of plant food, a biohazard suit, uh, you can argue over which one of the two you gets to use it, and a trowel. Well, I for one am glad that things have settled down a bit in Hutton Space after the turmoil of recent weeks. We still have a few systems that are a bit ick, but nothing we can't handle. Sirius have wound in their necks for now, a bust still needs lifting, and we have a wolf on the blink. More on those stories coming up. It's a fairly good bet that all is going reasonably well in Hutton Space when Barnard Star is our worst performing system. And this week, it is, limping along on only 29%. Not having to rely on another system being worse or even borrowed like last week, Barnard Star is struggling along and a war which still has at least a couple of days to run is tying up a third of system influence. Poor little Avic. On 35 is next. Still recovering from busts, famines, cuddly toys, blights and wars with Sirius, who are, as we speak, only 10 points behind. Well done to our combat pilots who put in a few shifts to defeat Lee Yongru's minions and keep Avic safe for, well, another week or two. Nothing else is going on in Avic right now, so why not give it a boost, or as sure as those lovely eggs they sell in Ridley Scott Station in Zayance are, well, eggs, Sirius will be back for another go. Unfortunately, our home system, Alpha Centauri, has slumped to 36, but before you glance at your radio in concern, this is more of a function of five of the other factions suffering from civil unrest. No surprise since four of them are in famine, and two of them are in a civil war, and two are bust, including Sirius. <laughs> if you recall last week, one of our friendly factions, the Gilgamesh Corps Orbital Protection, they overstretched themselves and had deposited one of their systems, LHS 450, with Hutton to look after for a while until their fortunes improved. Again, Hutton combat pilots excelled themselves by losing 4-0, thus handing LHS 450 back to Gilgamesh, its rightful owner. Here at Hutton, we'll pawn star systems for anyone. Honest Dave's dodgy filters have turned up in the Wolf 359 stations where they have broken down, leaving the system with an infrastructure failure. Just like you did successfully last week in PSPF LF2, 
ship in water purifiers, power generators to rectify the situation and get the system up and running again. It's making a nice profit for yourself. Who knows, there may be a 50 million credit mission lurking in there too. The two-week famine that we reported last week in LP5539 was finally cleared, but it broke the finances of the system, which went bust. And folks weren't happy about it, but in the last two hours, the situation has been rectified and the system is now back to normal. Well done to those who turned this around. The blight that started it all in LP52539 has spread to LP53281. Uh, so shipping agronomic treatment to clear it before it gets out of hand and ends up like LP52539, famine, bust and civil unrest. At the overachieving end of the Hutton systems table, we have just three systems above 60% and thankfully we aren't looking to expand anywhere soon. So the main priority this week is to truck something to Wolf 359, uh, truck in power generators, water purifiers to give them a helping hand. Community news this week is that the community is rather busy with one of three things. They're either looking at Stargoids and seeing if, like Galnet News Digest Maestro Wotherspoon, they can make the number five look like the number six after a counting incident, or trying to make it look like an eight, which we're sure is the real number, or mugging and ginning things, or trying to turn the letters T-F-Z-I-R-Q-R-L into something resembling an answer. But other than that, our outside, outside broadcast correspondents appear to be having a bit of a week off this week 